If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, thanks for downloading this podcast. If you want to listen live, be sure to download the iHeartRadio app and search for Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Thanks for listening and enjoy the show. Full-time fantasy. Full-time fantasy. All right, it's Dr. Roto. Get out the insurance cards. Get out the copay. The office is open, my friends. All right, lots to discuss today. Talk a little fantasy baseball. We'll talk a little fantasy football. We'll have some DFS golf with Eric Dantoff from fantasygolfinsider.com about 2.30. But uh, right now, Chris Sale, you've got to be worried. You gotta be worried. When the team, when Ron Renicky says the team is waiting for another opinion on the MRI, and the scans have already been reviewed by Dr. James Andrews, that's never a good thing. Who else are you gonna go to? Who's better than that? What's his name? Neil Elatrache, right? That's the other guy. So he's gonna look. I'm a little worried here. You drafted Chris Sale. Ah, it could be all over for you. You might be getting the Luis Severino treatment. I know it's hard to hear. I know that's not what you wanted to hear. And if you're a Red Sox fan, I don't even know what to say to you if you're a Red Sox fan. I mean, if, if Sale is out for any length of time, you're done. I mean, you want Eduardo Rodriguez as your number one? You want Martin Perez and Nathan Eovaldi? This is terrible. It's terrible. So I was trying to explain to my son, because, you know, we live down here at, uh, in Fort Myers, which is the home of both the Minnesota Twins and the Boston Red Sox. So a lot of good spring training down here. And I was trying to explain to him how Mookie Betts is gone. He didn't understand it, right? Because to him, Mookie Betts is the best player on that team. I said, look, the Red Sox lack an identity. They're not willing to pay. 
right? There are the haves and the have-nots, right? He goes, why'd they send him to the Dodgers? I said, because the Dodgers were willing to pay for him. Dodgers are going to sign him to a big contract, right? Fantasy baseball, baseball itself, not fantasy baseball, baseball itself works that way. The team with the most money normally wins. So my son said to me, should we expect to see the Yankees and Dodgers in the World Series? Well, I said to him, not exactly, but they're going to be one of two of ten teams who are probably going to be in the World Series. Right? There are some just teams who stink. No chance. Then there's some teams with a, a smidge of a chance. But do you really, where do you put the Red Sox? Seriously, where do you put the Red Sox? If with Chris Sale, they were on the fringes. Without Chris Sale, they're done. You get rid of Mookie, you have no Sale, you're in trouble. Verdugo's not at 100%. I mean, that was the guy you got back for him. I don't know. I don't know how you sell that to a franchise. I don't know how you sell that to a group of people who love your team. I don't know. I don't know what you say to that. Yeah, we're just going to not have Mookie Betts here. But is he our best player? Yeah, yeah, but we're going to be competitive. You are? How are you going to be competitive? Right? You think you're the Rays? Just because you got the guy in there who was from the Rays make you the Rays? No, doesn't make you the Rays. I know you get rid of David Price's overbloated contract. That's a bad contract. That's good. Get rid of that is good. But you can't never gonna be good when you get rid of Mookie Betts. So Chris Sale, big loss. Big, big loss. All right, we'll have to see if it's for the season or just for how long it really is. All right. News, and this is why you gotta pay attention. Rangers manager Chris Woodward confirmed Wednesday that Danny Santana will open the season as the team's primary center fielder. So I think a lot of people weren't sure about that. So let's take a look at how it lo- at what the diamond looks like. The outfield, at least. Willie Calhoun in left, right, finally getting his opportunity. Danny Santana in center. And he's a pretty good player. I mean, Santana, Santana's a pretty good player. He's got very good numbers from last year. If you haven't looked at them, very good numbers. And he qualifies at first base and outfield, by the way. Had 44 games at first base last year. I mean, this guy had 17 at seven at second, eight at third, nine at shortstop. Man, that's helpful. If you're in a league that has like a five-game thing, whew. Joey Gallo starting in right. So that's your outfield. Calhoun, Santana, Gallo. Not sure it's the best defensively. What I am interested to see is my boy Nick Solak. I worry. He won't be the center fielder. But that doesn't mean he won't start. Right? So here's the problem. At first base, they have Ronald Guzman or Greg Bird or maybe Todd Frazier. 
At second, the Rangers have Ronetta Dorr, who's not going anywhere. At short, they have Elvis Andrews, who's not going anywhere. At third, do you play Nick Solak or do you play Todd Frazier? Now, this is why baseball and fantasy baseball can be annoying. Here's my guess. My guess is the season starts with Todd Frazier starting at third and Ronald Guzman or Greg Bird starting at first, putting Nick Solak nowhere. Nowhere. Now, here's the problem. Nick Solak is a better player than Guzman, Bird, or Frazier. So you say to yourself, wait a second, what's going on? Why isn't this guy starting? Because he's got no history. He's 25 years old, right? He's basically a minor leaguer. He's got 33 games for the Rangers. And the Rangers know that they can use him in a variety of places, right? Maybe you play him at third. Maybe you play him at second. Maybe play him a game in an outfield. Maybe you just use Nick Solak as a utility guy. That's the problem with baseball. Nick Solak is better than Todd Frazier. He's better than Ronald Guzman. He's better than Greg Bird. But he may not have a job to start the year. So in fantasy baseball, you're like, I don't want Nick Solak. So you take Nick Solak in the reserve round of your draft. And then all of a sudden, in June or July, when Todd Frazier is literally hitting 218 with four home runs and 12 RBIs, striking out at like half the times he's up, and then the Rangers cut him. Then Solak becomes a third baseman, and you say to yourself, why didn't we just start the season with Solak? That's why fantasy baseball is so annoying. That's what teams should do in the beginning. But you're stuck. Thinking, Todd Frazier's a starting third baseman. I'll, I'll get him on my team. Come on. Is he really that good? Todd Frazier hits 230 if he's, ha- if he's lucky. Hits 20 home runs. Todd Frazier was good a few years ago. You feel good about Ronald Guzman? I don't. Dude's going to hit 220. Nick Solak's on-base on percentage could be 398. Guy doesn't strike out and knows how to take a walk. Todd Frazier's never met a walk he liked. This is what is absolutely frustrating in fantasy baseball. Is that the young guys who you want to have the opportunity don't always have the opportunity right away. So what you have to do, especially in draft champions leagues, would I draft Nick Solak? You bet. But now you got to go draft Todd Frazier and like round 40... Just in case. Cover him. Because for the first two months, Nick Solak may not have a starting spot. But he is the best player. You just have to wait. If you wait till May, you're lucky. You wait till July, you're unlucky. That's fantasy baseball in a nutshell. Picking the right guy who gets activated earlier than your opponent. There you have it. Sound frustrating to you? It's frustrating to me. 
All right, we're taking a little break. When we come back, my team previews continue with the mighty Baltimore Orioles. There's so much that you want to draft from these guys. I know I'm kidding. I really am kidding. There's a couple of guys. We'll find them out right after this. Are you ready for the nation's first and only free 24-hour network dedicated to you, the betting and fantasy sports enthusiast? SportsGrid will provide you with real-time content, statistics, and gaming intelligence unlike anything you've ever seen before. Located both in the heart of New York City and inside the FanDuel Sportsbook at the Meadowlands, SportsGrid is live 18 hours a day, here to serve you, the fanatic. This is SportsGrid. Get on the grid. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape. You can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game-changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So, listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley, and recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rocked the baby to sleep and slammed up. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storr on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. All right. Still doing my Tout Wars draft. Feels like I've been saying that for many a week now. I just finished round 42. Can you believe I have to go to 50? 
Oh my God, I can't handle it already. It's round five. I just finished round 42. Just finished round 42. And now I'm like getting guys. I've never even heard of that. I mean, this is like guys who maybe might play. I mean, maybe. Who knows? We'll have to see. It's, it's, it's a little frustrating. But uh, we'll try to figure it out. All right. Let us, before I do the um, Orioles preview, just take a little look here about uh, there's some rumor going on that Tom Brady is going to play in San Francisco next year. I could see that rumor happening. The problem is, if that happens, you've got to give up Jimmy G. Tom Brady's going to play for, what, two more years? Do you give up Jimmy G? Who wasn't so great, by the way. But I don't know. I know that's a win-now move. But how does that help your team in the future? I don't know. It's interesting. But, of course, Ian Rappaport hasn't heard it. But it was out there yesterday. It was absolutely out there yesterday. So we'll have to see what's going on because that, that's a big one. Bucks GM Jason Lick said he's waiting for the dominoes to fall before making a decision on free agent quarterback Jameis Winston, which is basically saying we don't want him, but we might sign him in case things don't go our way. Well, look, I wrote an article on this. I think it's coming out tomorrow about my visionary quarterback tracker. Who ends up where? And I'll give you a little preview. I'll give you a little preview right now. My money in Tampa Bay is none other than Teddy Bridgewater. I know that sounds crazy. Teddy B, though, showed a lot this year. He doesn't make a lot of mistakes. Doesn't make a ton of mistakes. And I think Bruce Arians likes that. Jameis Winston's middle name is Mistake. Makes him all the time. He breathes, he makes a mistake. So, if I'm Arians, I think that I might want to go to the mattresses with Teddy Bridgewater and not Jameis Winston. That being said, I think famous Jameis is absolutely a starting quarterback in the NFL. And I've got him going somewhere else, starting. And it may be risky, but I like it. It's a good article. It's my visionary quarterback tracking prediction. I think it's going to appear on SI tomorrow. See if I'm right. I don't know. We'll see. All right. Let's take a look right now at the Baltimore Oriole team preview. Now, this preview could be so short. I could be done with this team preview in three minutes or less. But that would be bad radio. So I will make it last until the break. At catcher, take a chance on Chance Cisco. If, I'm, if there's one catcher in the American League who's probably a bottom 10 catcher, who could be a mid-10 catcher, it would be Chance Cisco. I don't really like him. I don't. But I think he's better than putrid. Okay, that's what I'll say. He's better than putrid. At first base right now, the argument 
is that Chris Davis is hot, hot. But do you trust him? How hot can he be? The guy is going to hit you like, see, this is where I don't trust spring training. Because Chris Davis is doing a good job right now. I know my man Steve Gardner interviewed him. And I know he's feeling good, playing well in the spring. And let me see here. One moment, please. Let me get this statistics here. One moment. I want to be accurate. Uh, Stats. Spring training. Ah, you're killing me. Sign is so annoying. Spring training statistics. All right. um, All teams. Baltimore Orioles. Here we go. Chance Cisco. This uh, tuna. I want this year. Thank you. All right. Whew, finally made it. What? Chris Davis. Where is this guy? Oh, here he is. Chris Davis. He's hitting 556. He's got five hits and nine at bats, three home runs, six walks to one strikeout. I think we should erect a statue of him in Camden Yards. You trust that? Seriously, you trust that? I don't trust that. Now, am I happy he's five for nine? With six walks? Absolutely. Do I think that's going to hold up during the season? (laughs) No. Not at all. So, that's why you got to be very careful with spring training stats. Very, very careful with spring training stats because they could be misleading. But I think Chris Davis gets a chance. He gets one more chance. When he hits this well, he gets one more chance. Right? Because, hey, guy's hitting well in the spring. Maybe he's found something. Maybe this is the kind of guy that can help us. Maybe. All right, at second base, Hanser Alberto. This is the one guy here who I think has some value that people don't realize. He actually will hit for a decent average. He has a little pop. He's got virtually no speed. But if you're in an AL-only league, which we call a mono league, I think he's a guy that doesn't suck. I think he's interesting. All right, Jose Iglesias is the shortstop. Not really a big fan. The guy's been everywhere, literally been everywhere. But he hits about 270, maybe about 10 home runs, nothing special. Rio Ruiz, by the way, is tearing it up in the spring. 11 for 18. 11 for 18. Only three strikeouts. I love it. He's going to start at third base. Is he very good? No, he's not very good. But, you know, can he cut down the strikeouts? Going to need to. If he can, there's something there. All right, let's take a look at the outfield. Austin Hayes. I absolutely like. I think that, see, it's funny. Austin Hayes has has terrible numbers. He's hitting 125. Right? He's hitting 125. But if you ask me who my favorite guy is in the outfield, it's Austin Hayes. He's great defensively. He's got power. I think he's got a little speed there. He would be my favorite guy. So you can't just look at spring training stats. They got Trey Mama Mancini in right field. Solid hitter, good hitter. When I think of Trey Mancini, I think of 280. I think of 30 home runs. I think of 90 RBIs. He's their best player. 
I like this kid, Anthony Santander, too, because there's power there. And this is, look, what I, I, we'll talk about something called replacement level, which is, who can I find out there? Well, Anthony Santander is going to hit about 250. He's going to steal about two bases. He's going to hit about 20 home runs and 70 RBIs. That's not terrible. Late, 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 late in draft. Late in your draft, around 25. When you're looking for a guy who does that, look at Anthony Santander. Right? Guys like that have value. Renato Nunez, I think, could hit 40 home runs if he doesn't strike out a thousand times. Guy strikes out way too much. But I like the bat. I do. I like the bat. See, that's a bat I watch in spring training, and I look at his look at his cuts. How's he looking up there? Right? Now, the problem is with the Orioles, as I just told you, that the offense is decent. It's decent. Cisco and Alberto and Ruiz and Hayes, they're not the worst. They got this kid, Ryan Mountcastle, who I do like, and Yusnil Diaz I do like. It's the pitching that's bad. It's really bad. I mean, their closer is Michael Gibbons, but they kind of use him everywhere. I don't think you can trust them for more than 15 to 18 saves. They got a bunch of other guys in that bullpen who stink. Hunter Harvey, Sean Armstrong, Miguel Castro. Do I like any of them? No. And now here's the starting staff. John Ways and Means, number one. Alex Cobb, Asher Wojciechowski, Wade LeBlanc. That's terrible. I mean, John Means is fine. John Means would be most teams' third or fourth starter. He's a number one. He's literally their number one. Right? What is he going to do? ERA of four? Maybe pitch 150 innings, get about 130 strikeouts? You're hoping he does what he did last year. You're praying for that. Do you know what I like John Means? In DFS, as a second starter, against the Blue Jays, and on DK, when I can get him cheaply. Then I like him. Otherwise, no interest. Alex Cobb, I did have interest in back in 2014, when he was good. Hasn't been good since then. So who do you really want here? So I encourage you, pick your Orioles carefully. Use your best judgment. Stick to the offense. Stay far away from the arms. This is a team that's going to lose many, many, many games. And I don't want to see you fall prey to that. All right, we're going to take a little break. When we come back, DFS Golf. It's the Arnold Palmer Invitational. Eric Dantoff joins us when we return right after this. Are you ready for the nation's first and only free 24-hour network dedicated to you, the betting and fantasy sports enthusiast? SportsGrid will provide you with real-time content, statistics, and gaming intelligence unlike anything you've ever seen before. 
Located both in the heart of New York City and inside the FanDuel Sportsbook at the Meadowlands, SportsGrid is live 18 hours a day. Here to serve you, the fanatic. This is SportsGrid. Get on the grid. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape. You can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So, listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley, and recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rocked the baby to sleep and slammed up as well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James! LeBron James! And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storr on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Ah, you know, I like this tune. Daughter likes this tune. We all like this tune. But does my guest like this tune? Eric Dantoff from Fantasy Golf Insider. Name that tune. Oh, man, you put me on the spot. I know the beat, but you got me off guard. Oh, You're my God. Benny and, the, Benny and the Jets, my dude. Oh, right. Yeah. <laughs> All right. You, you owe us one next week. Yeah. Right. yeah. <laughs> Sean's going to play it again for you, Jesse. Burns in your brain. All right, Eric, let's take a look at today. Uh, today, because tomorrow we'll be picking our teams. So Rory McIlroy is going to cost us $800 more than anybody else, but he has a very good history here. Are we in or are we fading? Uh, I'm in, 100% in. Uh, 
when I did my analysis and I built my model this week, he's popping so much higher than the number two guy, which is Tommy Fleetwood. But this just reminds me when DJ was prancing around the world, just winning every golf tournament. We're getting a discount in DFS actually at eleven eight. He should be almost a thirteen K golfer in my opinion. <laughs> wow, that's big. Okay, so I, I I didn't realize I was getting a discount, but I like I like your thinking here. Let me look at the other guys here. Fleetwood, who by the way I like him going for it last week. He may have missed it, but I like the I like what he did. Matsuyama, DeChambeau, Shoffley, anybody else that we can get interested in here? Yeah, I think a lot of those names. Um, we maybe get into this a little more in depth here in a shortly, but this is at a tournament where the wind is going to play a huge factor. And uh, I was waiting very cautiously before finalizing any of my selections until I saw the tee times. So I, of the guys at the top, I think all of them could go well. I would just give the edge to anybody that has an AM draw this week or an early tee time. Now, okay, so is, is it an AM draw? for? Th- do you want Thursday AM, Friday PM, or do you want Thursday PM, Friday AM? What are you looking at? I, I definitely want Thursday a.m., Friday p.m. This is a draw that or a, a win situation that doesn't come up very often on the PGA Tour, but when they present themselves like this, I always err on the side of caution, and I just start crossing off my original pool that has any names that could be dealing with up to 30-mile-per-hour gusts in the p.m. on uh, Thursday. Yeah, it is a little windy down here. I'm not going to lie. So when w- does that mean... All those, let's say, guys in the six thousand ranges. Maybe you you just say no if they're playing if they're playing in the PM wave. They're just off your list. Scratch them off. Well, so what I do in this situation is I build my player pool, and I you know I naturally going to cross off guys. Um, and then when I see the draws, I then just start building my lineup around the guys there. So if I had a six K guy, I like going into the week before the the tee times were announced. I keep them on my list with it, and I just take guys off that were not. So without getting too crazy in every guy, that's just kind of a good practice I recommend your listeners to to use when they see a, a, a win situation like this this week. All right, so let's just say, I'm just, just throwing out some names here. I like our friends Nick Taylor and Matt Jones. If you like both these guys and Nick Taylor's playing the PM wave, you're taking them off your list. Yeah, yeah, but he wasn't a guy that, I mean, if you actually watch the Pebble Beach, too, when he won, he didn't perform that well in the windy conditions there. He just played really well those first three rounds. So those are little things I keep in my memory bank. And, uh, I mean, he did enough to win, but um, I think there's other guys that you could you could go to in that range. All right. Are there guys, now that you know the tee times, that you are just striking off your list? You're like, you know what? I'm not doing it. Yeah, there's a few. Um, I, I actually like to recommend guys that I'm 100% doubling down on. And All right, so let's do it that way. Which guys are you 100% yeah. doubling down on? Yeah, yeah, I think that will make it easier for your listeners, too, because uh, a guy that should be popping on anybody's uh, model or on their short list when the Arnold Palmer comes up is Henrik Stenson, and he has a very convenient early draw. He's a guy that I'm recommending for one-and-one, one-and-done picks this week, even just because he has a course form. He's a local Orlando resident, and he's arriving here in better form than he did last year where he could, where he mustered up a T-17 finish, I believe. So I expect him to fully take advantage of this opportunity um, and then hopefully uh, can build off of that in the, uh, the weekend rounds. All right, like that name. Give me another name of somebody you're doubling down on. 
another guy that I really like in that in the 8K range is Matthew Fitzpatrick. He's a name that you and I have gone back and forth on um, a few times while I've been on your show. And this is a week I feel he's a guy that can take advantage of the AMP tea time and build off on, honestly, a, a very close call last week where if it wasn't for Molinari shooting the 64 in the final round, he had a very good chance of winning this event last year. So Matthew Fitzpatrick is a guy that I really like this week. All right, as we move to the, seven, uh, to the lower eights or high sevens, is there a name that pops out to you there? Yeah, one other name. Uh, I, I mentioned him when he was returning from wrist injury at the WGC in Mexico uh, City. Um, Tyrell Hatton is a guy who did more than enough to prove that he has overcome that wrist injury, finished key six at the WGC Mexico Championship. And this is another event where he has performed well at. I expect him uh, to go well as well uh, here, and he has another convenient AM uh, draw. All right, I love I love where our listeners are getting great stuff here. All right, we move into yeah. the seven thousand dollar range. Who would what names pop off at you? You know, a couple of guys that show up here uh, for me: Rafa Cabrera Bale. He's a guy who's been showing consistent form. Seven six is his price. Uh, really good showing here last year. AM draw. I like him. A sneaky guy that might be going under the radar this week is Ryan Moore. He's another guy. Uh, very good approach game, solid history here at Bay Hill. Uh, he's another guy at 7-4. I expect him to make the cut, and he should be able to go well as, uh, as well here. All right, before we get to some other names, let me just stop for a second. Do mm-hmm. you think out of the 100% of people who, who play DFS golf, what percentage will know this win theory and play it? You know, I have found it to kind of, it's that's a tricky question because sometimes I feel like it's all DFSers like that are like you and I that play this and then they they have good sources. So it could be on the really high end of the spectrum um, or it could maybe just be in that 10, 20%. Now, GPP play, you should be playing everybody. And I know Jeff, who is the regular FGI uh, contributor here for you, he'll even recommend stacking the PM wave 100% on Thursday which will, you'll lap the field in so many different cases if you get the right there. So if you're mass multi-entry, you want to have maybe uh, a, a 60%, I would probably recommend, AM draw, and then maybe do 10 to 15 on complete PM, and then just maybe mix the rest. That would kind of be a formula I would use if I was attacking the, uh, uh, the mass multi-entries this week. Yeah, I mean, that's great game theory, and I know Jeff would absolutely say that because he would say, look, you want to have the propensity of the guys who have the better wave, but if everybody's avoiding that, you also want to have the other thing because it'll be lower owned. So it could be stupid money, but it could also be brilliant. Right, Eric? Yeah, yeah. And, and a couple guys just to throw out there, Mark Leishman, solid win player. He has that PM draw. He was on my short list to begin. He'd be a guy that 100% I would make sure I had at least 10% ownership in GPPs this week. All right, as we get down to lower than Ryan Moore, as we head to the low 7,000s, any names that pop off at you? Yeah, a couple guys that, that show up well for me here. Uh, Kevin Na, he's shown that he can handle the win and, and draw, and he's done well here before. So I do like Kevin Na. And a guy that I really like this week that I'm, I'm considering for my final lineup is actually Carlos Ortiz. He may go under the radar just because he's maybe not as cheap as some other guys or what he maybe has been in the past in a field like this. But he's done nothing but impress me lately, um, especially rebounding off of a poor start at the WGC Mexico Championship. He's a guy that has a couple top 30 finishes here. 
his his game equates for the long or for the par five series, which is what you need to do to score and go well. So I like Carlos Ortiz and then another seventy one hundred guy, Christian uh, Bedaden, who he's a guy that has a, had a strong approach game in Mexico. He should be able to build off of that. Another early draw. A um, couple of guys who could really just really start hot and make really good first round leader bets, in my opinion. Let me give you another name at that seventy one hundred dollar price. And this is a guy who Jeff despises, uh, Emmanuel Grio, who always seems to disappoint us. But he has good course history here. Are we open to him? I, I'm open to him just because of his approach play, and he's a win player. But this is a guy who just frankly can't putt. So if you can handle a guy who's missing five footers and, and less, then roster him up. I have just found success just kind of fading guys like this until – until I see something where it's a complete round, and I don't, uh, I don't consider the Puerto Rico Open a, an event to really take it serious because obviously he missed a cut last week at the Honda. So uh, he's a guy you could definitely speculative GPP play. The approach plays there, but again, poor putting. I usually kind of uh, ignore guys like that. All right, as we go to the seven thousand and under, Eric, give me some names of guys you're looking at. You know, a funny thing that always kind of pops up in uh, the FGI world is they always kind of ask the guys if it's a Charlie Hoffman week. It could potentially set up for a Charlie Hoffman week. He's 6,500. He's a guy who is a win player. He could definitely show up here this week. He's gone well here in the past. And another guy is uh, Lonto Griffin. 6,800 is a very good price for this guy who's shown great upside this year. AM draw. I believe he, I believe he's actually teeing off with uh, Stenson, so he's going to be able to ride the, uh, uh, the, the guy who has the local course knowledge the best here. Now let me give you a couple more names in this thing. Matt Wallace or Adam Long, Patrick Rogers. Do they have bad tee times or are they just not your fits? No, I, I like anybody that is coming actually from the European tour. Matt Wallace went well here last year. He's trending in the right direction. Uh, I would definitely look at guys who have performed well in the wind or actually the open that major championship. That is a good pointer this week. So uh, anything that looks like that could be a situation that makes like a good play this week. All right. Have about uh, 40 seconds to go. Give me a guy that we haven't heard of that we're going to hear about on Monday and you said it. Okay, I sometimes I don't like going to this guy, but right now he is setting up to be in a good spot. Uh, Zach Johnson, Open Championship multiple times, uh, very early AM draw. He went really well his first round to Honda. If he can just back up a solid first round, he could be sneaky for some players at 6,600. All right, outstanding stuff. Eric Dantoff, I wish you much luck this week, my friend. You too, doctor. Thanks for having me on. All right, you got it. All right, that was Eric Dantoff from Fantasy Golf Insider with absolutely on-point information. All right, back with more right after this. Are you ready for the nation's first and only free 24-hour network dedicated to you, the betting and fantasy sports enthusiast? SportsGrid will provide you with real-time content, statistics, and gaming intelligence unlike anything you've ever seen before. Located both in the heart of New York City and inside the FanDuel Sportsbook at the Meadowlands, SportsGrid is live 18 hours a day. Here to serve you, the fanatic. This is SportsGrid. Get on the grid. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, 
Cain Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, at the very least, as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley, and recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rocked the baby to sleep and slammed up. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storr on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. All right, by the way, Sean, big news in New York. Did you see uh, the whole Spike Lee thing? Unfortunately, yes, I did. Well, explain exactly the Spike Lee thing. Explain it the way you see it, and then I'll react to it. From what I got, because, I mean, I only get my stuff on social media. That's all I know. I live down here in the middle of southwest Florida. So Spike Lee has spends, like, hundreds of thousands of dollars on Nick tickets per season. Can we say it like, means nothing? Okay, go ahead. All right, but did I he ask for your He also makes millions and millions of shush, dollars. Okay, shush, shush. I didn't ask for your opinion yet. Soon, it's coming soon. So Spike Lee has first row seats. He's he's to the Madison Square Garden as Jack Nicholson is to the Staples Center. All right, he's Says there, you, the next guy. Me. Okay. Oh my God! I, I hear the, something because he has gallery. money. He does not represent. It's the not Knicks about more the money. The it's average not about Joe the money. who's in the three hundred seats. He's a He's a famous guy who comes to the games that players know much like they know Jack Nicholson. True? That, no, yeah. Okay, good. So, so LeBron James and, and all those guys care, right? Because if they did, they would play for the Knicks. They don't. Many of them care. They Many don't because they care. would sign with the to Knicks. Say hi did to Kevin Spike. Durant sign with the Knicks? Did Kyrie Irving sign with the Knicks? It's not about signing. They like it to say matter. hi and they shake his hand. All right, let me get to the He's point. He's irrelevant. Anyway, okay. Oh, my God. Can I speak? It's only my show. 
Okay, so Spike Lee has been going to this, an employee entrance because he doesn't want to go in through the mass with everybody else, which I understand because he's Spike Lee, and the police and the security there stopped him, and he said he couldn't go through the employee entrance anymore, that he had to go around and walk to 31st Street where everybody was going through. And Spike goes, seriously? I've been doing this for years. And they go, this is what we've been instructed you to do. You can't walk this way. Spike goes, thanks very much. I'm not coming to any more Nick games. Did I say anything wrong there, Sean? That's as far as I could, I could tell, yes. I, okay. I, I don't know any So, yeah. now you're, from, from what I can infer from your attitude, you think that Spike Lee does not deserve any star treatment. What I want to know is, and Spike Lee alluded to this in his first take interview, does yeah. other celebrities get special treatment? Do they enter and exit? Well, yes, I will tell you something that I know. So when I was a kid, I'm in New York City, and I'm watching the movie, right? And all of a sudden, as the movie goes, gets dark, you know, in the movie theater, all of a sudden I see the, a movie usher walk in with this lady and this girl, right? And I think a third person. Do you know who that was? It was no. Joan Rivers. Nice. It was Joan Rivers and, his, and her daughter. Why? Because Joan Rivers didn't sit with the rest of us. She waited, and then they escorted her in specially. Did I have a problem with that? No. I watched oh, the movie. So, so the point is, so are they singling out Spike Lee versus Howard Stern, other celebrities that uh, go to Nick games? If the other celebrities have to abide by this new protocol, then why should Spike Lee get special special treatment? Well, that I would agree with. That I would agree with. So that's what I don't so if know. You're saying, I don't if, know. If Howard, if Howard Stern right. has he, to walk and through 31st Street. And he mentioned Howard Stern, by the way. His words. No, that's a yeah, good one. Right. If Howard Stern has to go through one and he doesn't, well, then why is Spike getting special right. treatment? I right. get that. Right. But Spike has dropped a lot of coin on Knicks so tickets, what? dude. And the Knicks suck. Dude, he's that been. That means he's nothing. A, it means a lot. It means a lot. You know what it means a lot? It does. The guy in the 300 seats who has four kids, who's working a blue-collar job, who's trying to make ends meet, and he's a season ticket holder. That means more to me. You think that means more? No, to you, maybe, but yeah. not to the Knicks. I, do, you think it, do you think it matters to James Dolan? James Dolan don't care. Seriously, you well, know that's that. that's the problem. Jay, well, and he well, should That's the problem. He James shouldn't. Dolan doesn't why, why? So, so, so celebrities get sp- should mean more than the when average you think fan? of the New York Knicks. Oh when you think God. of the New York Knicks, you're the worst. Do you not think of the, Do you not think of Spike Lee? No, I do not. Yes, you do. No, I do not. You do. Then you think they suck. So because you have so, to. So they Spike suck. Lee's a better fan than Yang right here. Yang Luciano, who's a, who's a board op here, who's a, who's a producer here. Is he a better? Who's fan? Who's also been no. a fan for thirty years? No. No. He's a more Why? famous. Because Spike Lee pays three thousand dollars per ticket. He's a more famous fan. Okay, and that now, matters. Let's, let's, how? Okay. How does that oh, matter? Okay, you want to hear a story? The Knicks suck I'm anyway. They've sucked for Would twenty years. Would you like years. to hear? Okay, did, did that matter when like LeBron to... James was trying to pick a team? Did Kevin Durant or Kyrie Irving or any of the other free agents? They don't Would care you about like Spike Lee? to hear a story, Sean? Would you like to hear a story? Yes. Okay, good. I'm glad you wanted to hear it. So when I was a kid, my parents used to go to this restaurant. We'll just call it unnamed restaurant, but it was a fancy restaurant. And so one day we go there, and let's just say we're not wearing a jacket and tie. Okay? Right, right, right. We're not wearing jackets and ties. We just go to this but restaurant. But you have the money, who knows, so it doesn't matter. Who knows what we're wearing? I don't know what we're wearing, but I know it wasn't jackets and ties. 
Then some other guy and his family comes in, and they say to him, you need a jacket and tie. Go get one from the, uh, you know, the, the booth up, up front. The guy looks at us and he goes, they don't have jackets and ties. And this is when the maitre d' looks at him and said, they're friends of the house. And that's what I learned as a kid, dude. When you're friends of the house, you get special privileges. When Sp- if Sp- is Spike so, Lee so wait, wait, wait. How did that make you the feel? house? How did that make you feel, though, at special. that moment? Special. No, it didn't. It made you feel Don't, bad. Wait, wait. How could you tell me? Wait. You can't tell me how it made me feel. This is me. Wait, wait, wait. You so, can so tell wait, me how wait. that made you feel. So they refused to let like, you. Cool. Wait, wait. So they refused to let you in because you weren't wearing a jacket and tie. No, right? no, no. Did you not listen to the story? See, you don't listen. That is your problem. I literally tell you a story and I go through it slowly for you. And I said it was my family that wasn't wearing the jacket and tie. And that still makes you feel good. We didn't have to. That the other schmucks. We didn't have to. So the other schmucks who don't have the money you do. Had to. Had to leave the restaurant. It had nothing to do with my. They didn't leave the restaurant. They just had to wear a jacket and tie. Wait, so someone who doesn't have as much influence as you. And they were not wearing a jacket and tie. Those schmucks had to leave the restaurant. So you asked me a question. That makes you feel good? How did it make me feel? As a kid, it made me feel good. I was like, that's pretty cool. But right now, does that make you feel good? The fact that you got special treatment because you had money. Versus the schmuck who his only bad well, deal yes, in life I'll was, tell you, I'll was tell you being why. born into no, a, a family well, who couldn't afford he that. Wasn't, he wasn't poor because he was at that restaurant. But the point is being this. It should certain people get different rules. No. Well, well, hold on a second, Mr. So- Democratic Socialist. No. The answer is I'm yes. Not actually. Yes, I'm the not. answer is yes no, sometimes. Because, you know what? Spike if Lee I'm does nothing for the, for the Knicks bottom line. You know ticket, why? Because some other moron would pay $3,000 for a Nobody a would ticket. pay $3,000 yes, for a ticket they to see They have a waiting list. Suck. Yes, you, you have people oh who are ready God. to burn money. Listen, people burn money gambling on sports, right? <laughs> They'll burn money watching right. the dreadful Knicks, okay? You you don't think that a guy with that that high profile guy should have it could just no it doesn't in a special entrance. Do, do you really root for the Knicks because Spike Lee's a fan? No one gives a crap. No, I don't root for the Knicks because the Knicks suck. He's a moron anyway. Well, I didn't say that he wasn't. I'm just saying that he is synonymous with the Knicks. Yang is not. Okay, but Yang, see, see, in my book, Yang Luciano to me means right. more or as much as Spike Lee. I understand that, but when you think of the Knicks, you don't you think of Spike Lee. You don't think of Yang. I don't think of Spike Lee. I don't. Yes, you, but people do. I think of the players. You have to admit. You have to assume Spike that people do. They Some don't. people no, think of Spike Lee. Of Spike when Lee. you think of Madison Square Garden, you think I, of Spike no, Lee. I do not. Whereas, no, no. You look no, for him. No, I do not. I don't look for him. You, no. Wait, when I say do you, you look for I don't Drake mean when you look you. at the Toronto Raptors. Yes. Yes. Oh, stop. He's a moron too. Stop. I didn't say I don't, but I look for him. Oh God. I look for Jack Nicholson. Oh, I look why? for Drake. Why? Because they, I want to see them there. I want Mark Cuban at a Dallas Maverick game. He's the owner. That's Drake, different. I want Mark Drake Cuban's at a Raptors owner. game. Uh, I Cuban's want owner, Jack Nicholson though. there. I want Billy Crystal at a Clippers game. So if Jack Nichols- I want Jack Nicholson at a Lakers so game. So if Jack Nicholson never attended a, a Lakers game, right, from yeah. here on out, would right. you miss him? Would I miss him? No. Only if I was that. No, because no, some other moron celebrity would take his place, it, like like Leo, okay. Leonardo DiCaprio. All right, but the question is this: But Jack, the Lakers, part of the Lakers' aura is that they have famous people watching them. It's cool. The Lakers are cool. No, the Lakers they're are cool, cool because of LeBron James and their players. They're not cool because no, of no, Jack No, 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 no. The Lakers are cool because it's L.A. and it's a cool place to right, be. All right, so it has nothing Diane to do with the Cannon, Leonardo. No, no, you it does be, not. It's a place to be. Yes, it does. It does not. Look, Stop. Spike Lee 
is is not someone that we don't know. He's a famous person. Yeah, he's so? famous, and that matters. How so? Do you, you don't think you can let him sneak in the employees' entrance? Well, seriously, well, no, no, no. My whole thing is this: like, he's so been what's doing the, it for twenty years. No, no, I, exactly, I acknowledge that. So, so my whole thing is like: do celebrities get special treatment? They have special. Yes. Yeah, okay, that's yes. fine. So then I'm okay with it. But if they're saying that no celebrity is going to enter that way anymore, then why should Spike Lee get that special treatment? Look, if Howard you go to Vegas, not getting it. Look, well, that's not, well, that, that's, well, that's that I don't point. know. If cer- I don't know if that. certain people, right. But you know that certain people get certain treatment. They do. The big ballers get treatment, dude. That's life. But in this case, though, the big ballers are not getting special treatment because James Dolan is saying that the, the, the new entrance for celebrities, James the VIP Dolan is an entrance. Is, well, is, it, is, it, is there still a VIP entrance? Right. So why should Spike Lee enter no, like, is there, somewhere is else? There still, I, is there still a VIP entrance? Yes. Or is it just a masses entrance? No, there's a VIP entrance, yes. According to the report. Oh, so it's just two blocks away? Yes, correct. Okay, so Spike but there Lee still should is a enter VIP somewhere entrance. else, though. He can enter special. somewhere as long as there's a VIP entrance, he has to go to that entrance. Right. That's my point. Yeah, exactly. As I long agree. as it's VIP, though. I agree. He should not be going in with the masses. No, no, no. I agree with that. Can we I agree on that. that? Yes, we agree. But if Howard Stern's right. entering on 31st Street, then so should Spike Lee. Right. All the VIPs enter in the same spot. Correct. I All the VIPs that. enter the same spot. I agree with but that. But VIPs should have a VIP. Now, 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 wait, wait. But if Howard Stern is getting special treatment and Spike Lee's not, that's wrong. That's my whole point. Or any other celebrity. I'm just mentioning Howard Stern because Spike Lee mentioned his name. That's all. No, I understand. Okay. All right. Uh, Good discussion. Conversation. Not at all. Okay. Uh, But right now it's time to put away the insurance card, put away the copay. The office is closed, my friends. I want to thank Eric Dantoff from Fantasy Golf Insider for joining us. I want to thank my man Sean for a great discussion that uh, led to nowhere. But uh, And I want to thank you guys for listening. All right. I'm not here tomorrow. I'm back on Friday. I will see you then. This is Dr. Roto saying be well and take care. In case you didn't know it, my town that created all the face sound. Another shaking kick holes in the ground because my style's like a Are you ready for the nation's first and only free 24-hour network dedicated to you, the betting and fantasy sports enthusiast? SportsGrid will provide you with real-time content, statistics, and gaming intelligence unlike anything you've ever seen before. Located both in the heart of New York City and inside the FanDuel Sportsbook at the Meadowlands, SportsGrid is live 18 hours a day, here to serve you, the fanatic. This is SportsGrid. Get on the grid. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape. You can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. 
you'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So, listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. And recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rocked the baby to sleep and slammed up. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry. Back to Iguodala. Up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storr on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.